Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wassalatu wassalamu ala Rasulillah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to our episode of Learn, Live, Love Quran. My name is Muhammad Fakhur Razi and together with me my wife. I'm Fatima Surani. And today we'll be discussing on the topic of Be Mindful of the Moment with the Quran. Yes. Okay, so welcome to our... Second episode of we hope that um we are able to share what we learn, and also we are able we are all able to live Islam better after this, and also to deeply fall in love with Quran. Inshallah. Amin ya rabbal alamin. Right. So, you have prepared the questions. Yes. So so this week we have five questions also. Okay. So let me begin with the first question. Sure. Okay. Uh, Fakhrul, what is Mindfulness to you We have always uh, Hear The importance of Mindfulness Such that uh, In order to be balanced At work And also um, Even when we are eating We are supposed to be Mindful actually And Even Yeah in Also also when we are, have to Breathe actually Right Especially when we I have to Went through Labour The importance of Mindfulness in breathing Actually helps One with labour So Yeah basically a lot of things in this world that we do, we are actually encouraged to be mindful. Mm-hmm. So, in what do you understand, and what, how do you define mindfulness, and how you, uh, how would you relate it? How would you relate mindfulness to is in the Islamic perspective? Alright, so I guess mindfulness should have its own definition, but to me personally, I find that uh, I would say mindfulness is a state of focus whereby we need to focus on something very mindfully. So that's the opposite of um wandering off our mind. Now mind usually wanders off, thinking about lots of things, whether it's family, work, and a lot of things at one time. So mindfulness is less bringing it back to just one thing. So in Islam, um, we can relate mindfulness to the concept of khushong, khushong in prayers, meaning really focusing on our prayers, and you know, um. We, we shall discuss this further later on but but we can see that uh, one of the things that the munafik or the hypocrites do in 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 uh, and it, this is described in surah an-nisa verse 142 whereby allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned wal yaskurunallaha illa qalila and they do not remember allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except a little so you see that as muslims we are supposed to remember allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is where um, you can see that there is this concept of muraqabah whereby as Muslim mu'min we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always watching us he knows every steps of the doings that we do and there's also this concept of believing in the angels there's 10 angels out there that we need to believe in at least knowing their names and Rakib and Atid those two are, you know, are tasked to identify or write down our deeds, goods and bad deeds. So being mindful of them, being mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is like focusing on 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 the existence of this unseen. Right? And um there are a lot of benefits uh being mindfulness and in Islam we know that uh, the uh, having mindfulness in our prayers let us have a better quality. But then non Muslims or other than our or those who who, who believe in our religion or perform the prayer they also believe that mindfulness can actually help them uh, generally in life when they perform their work for productivity for focus for for success and things like that lah 
So yeah, how about you? How about you? How do you find mindfulness? Okay, interestingly, I think um I found this when I was reading about mindfulness, like how we relate mindfulness in with Islam in the Islamic perspective is um I learned the concept of muraqabah as well, where you mentioned uh um where Allah we are mindful of Allah subhanahu wa taala lah. Okay, uh, because this is based on the name of Allah, which is Allah Ar Raqib. Allah is the one who watch. So when Allah watch of everything that we do, we should be mindful of that. Yeah, and also this reminds me of a hadith, and my favorite hadith, uh, "Ihfazillah yahfazka, ihfazillah tajidhu tujahak." Uh, is yeah. So which means which which translate which scholars translate it as "Be mindful of Allah, and you will be protected." Which when it's part ihfazillah when it, it, uh, they translate it as "Be mindful," they didn't say protect, but when Ihfazillah Yahfazka Yahfazka They said uh, The scholars translate as Allah will protect you So For us Our responsibility Is to be mindful But how Allah will Take care of us Is Allah will protect us In return So it's like um, Yeah So it's interesting If you are mindful of Allah Means If we uh, Somewhat God-centered I would say So in everything that we do If we um, Have Allah in mind then Allah will protect us in whatever that we do, whether it is in work or life or, as I mentioned just now, breathing, exercise and, yeah. But sometimes we forget, so that's where actually um, things happen lah. <laughs> okay, so yes, uh, now shall we can uh, proceed to the second question. Okay, so quite recently also, we have actually um, listened to few podcasts, growth podcasts, um, like uh, by Jishanti, by Numbuchat, like so they actually have interviewed Mel Robin who has uh, written a book titled um, The High Five Concept where the High Five Concept is um, is encouraged by her to do it every day in front of a in front of a mirror, right? Yeah, uh, and it is like a boost of confidence, or maybe you can elaborate later lah what you understand about that. Okay, and then so uh yeah, with that it's actually just because recently, quite recently also you mentioned like how similar that concept of high five, with when we uh be what with what we be taught by Rasulullah Sallam when we look at the mirror we recite the dua of Allah right. So yeah, so that. Um, that goes to the question like if one actually are mindful with whatever that they read their dua or the even the surah then uh, that gives a more impact right so how would you say that one can be mindful while reciting a quranic verse or dua yeah okay so so we had this uh, discussion on the high five habit where it is encouraged for us to look at ourselves in the mirror and high five ourselves, because scientifically it provides you all the positive uh, chemicals inside our brain, inside our body to be activated and make you feel good, and that boosts your spirit for the day, and that will leads to high productivity and all good things afterwards, lah. So again, uh, here you mentioned the 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 dua that we can read when one is actually looking into the mirror. Allah Ya Allah, as you have made me look nice, make my akhlaq, make my character nice as well. So, yeah, it's it's like uh, you no know, looking at yourself and thinking positive about yourself. 
being mindful of yourself as someone who have contributed a lot in your own way and can contribute more afterwards so um, that's that's one aspect of 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 that lah. But then the question is then, uh, you 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 ask how one can start being mindful, uh, while reciting the Quran, right? Yeah. So it's not that maybe, easy. Maybe I can just uh. add why why I said that because hmm. um, uh, we actually had a conversation when we say there there are two person like person A may recite ayat kursi, but don't understand the meaning. Hmm. But the other person understand the meaning of ayat kursi and also understand that Rasulullah has taught us that if we recite ayat kursi, Allah will protect us. So mm. the belief, when one understand the meaning and one believe that meaning and also knows that Allah SWT, uh, the benefits of it. Mm. Lah. So they are actually different when we are mindful of the ayat and mm. uh, versus the other one who don't really understand but just utter the word. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that is an... Um, actually, just... To add in the point lah <laughs> for the two question. Right. Yeah, so if the question is how do we then appreciate uh reciting the Quran better? Mm. Right? If that's the question, then I would say there's a few things, and most of it revolves around appreciating, appreciating, which is there's a whole lot of things to appreciate when we talk about the Quran. How the difference between someone who recites the Quran with understanding and without the understanding, there's a lot. So. Uh, one is that you know if you recite the ayat kursi as a form of protection without even knowing the meaning that is fine that is okay but then if you recite ayat kursi and then you understand the meaning of that ayat and from Allah you know that you are actually uh, seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protection and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with his greatness knows uh, everything about us and how he can protect us so that's one point when you appreciate then you can have a more deeper appreciation of that verse. But then again, it's not just about appreciation of that meaning, of the translation. But then that's when we said the Quran, there's also the appreciation of the tafsir, the connection between one ayah and another ayah. So we read the Quran not in isolation. So there's a lot of things to learn about the Quran and especially how one ayah actually relates to the other and not to recite in isolation and then there's also the concept of asbab nuzul imagine in your prayers when you are uh, when you have that knowledge when you are exposed to uh, the ilmu of tafsir knowledge of tafsir exegesis of the quran you can actually understand this asbab nuzul why is this ayat being revealed and you can then relate with the history that is revolves around that that particular verse and also, if you if you read nowadays, people have actually identified a lot of the miracles of the Quran, and some of these verses have great, great, great miracles that we can be awed for. That we are wow, this is so amazing. And then that is one form of appreciation, other than understanding the historical effect of the Quran. There also there's also the miracles. The other appreciation that you can do in order to understand and appreciate when you recite the Quran mindfully is to appreciate the hukum or the fiqh behind every ayat every verses of the Quran there are you know you can extract uh, uh, rulings out of it although most of the uh, most of the Quran is not about hukum it's not about rulings it's about guidance but then there are verses on hukum and fiqh and also if we have learned further about the uh, the, the study of sharia of fiqh we can then appreciate the differences of opinions among our scholars when they discuss about a specific verse or a specific ayat right 
so some scholars may understand it this way some scholars may understand it that way that's why we have different school of thought we have different madhahib and these are all appreciation of of the quran that we can actually try to appreciate lah when we recite the quran another 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 way to appreciate is really to look at that verse and see how actually it impacts you personally right in your personal capacity how each verse actually impacts you right for example if you appreciate surah al-fatiha and you uh, decide and you like the verse i don't know which one to to pick on but then uh, probably adina surah al-mustaqim okay, you understand that you recite that 17 times a day in your daily prayers you are actually requesting from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show you the straight path right so what is the straight path if you know the tafsir you know the the, the deep meaning of that straight path then you can appreciate reciting the verse further so yeah that's what i thought lah about mindfulness in terms of reciting the quran yeah actually i also have the same thing like in order to be mindful of reciting the quran it is best if actually it's it is best to and know how to read after knowing how to read we it's best if we are make an effort to actually read the translation so that we understand the meaning then it is also better if we can read the tafsir so that we can better understand as um, you see that uh, the asbab nuzul you know the history the benefits of it the, the relationship between the ayat and yeah so and and also after that we can reflect with whatever that um, we have read from the quran and also reflect in whatever that happens in our life lah. yeah inshallah so if you feel overwhelmed by the vast effort that we need to put in in order to understand the Quran, so it's fine. It's a lifelong journey, lifelong effort. That's why we have this podcast <laughs> for us both to actually learn and share and for us both to even learn, live, love the Quran. Yes. Right. It's actually uh, an ongoing effort as for mm. me also. Mm. Like I'm, tra- I'm still trying to read on like uh, currently I'm reading uh, and learning uh, the tafsir on Surah Al-Waqi'ah from a book um, so far the tafsir and then the other one is uh, I always love to just listen from Bayina TV mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, currently listening to Surah Al-Kahfi so I'm just making a small effort where every Friday I try to listen to like uh, a few verses of uh, Surah Al-Kahfi the, 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 the tafsir and for just 20 minutes commit for every Friday only <laughs> So that is my kind of small effort lah. So may Allah SWT bless this small Amin. effort. Amin. Okay, so let us move on to the third question. Okay, the third question is... um. Uh, just now you actually mentioned really like this question where uh, you say one form of mindfulness is actually hushu. Right? Hushu in salat is actually a, a part of mindfulness. Yeah, so, uh, but I will still want to ask that question. <laughs> so, how do you, how do you define or how do you view mindfulness in salat? Yeah, so in, in prayers, uh, we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in, in surah number 23 of the Quran, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِهِمَ خَاشِرٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually mentioned the traits of a mu'min, a successful mu'min. And this verse uh, mentioned that certainly will the believers the mu'min have succeeded they who are during their prayers humbly submissive so if the translation in Malay will still translate it as khushon 
submissive mean or, orang yang berjaya itu adalah orang yang khusyuk dalam solat. And this is mentioned first on top of the other traits or criteria to be a successful Muslim. So what is actually khusyuk or mindful, being mindful in prayer? How do we actually achieve that? For one, again, uh, as how we mentioned earlier, as how I've mentioned earlier, that this is a lifelong struggle. So having having khusyuk is probably one of those lifelong struggle or challenges that we need to go through because we want to pray and perform praise for for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then, um, knowing that khusyuk actually starts before the praise itself, that should help. No, uh, no, in order to attain khusyuk, it's not like when you do your takbiratul ihram, Allahu Akbar, that's where you start having your khusyuk. No. No, that's why, that's why we can see actually there are practices in Islam where we do perform before we perform the actual prayer. For example, we listen to the adhan and the adhan is a call for prayer and there are sunnah that we can do uh, when we listen to the adhan. So one of it is to you know, to repeat back what you have heard and then uh, focusing on, on on the time of prayer. So there's also things like wudu, wudu in Islam that like, uh, when you perform a wudu that is something to make us prepare mentally, mindfully that we are actually entering the state of prayer later on. And if you don't perform your wudu, you will not be able to perform your prayer, right? So that's one mindfulness mindfulness hack that we do in order to reach even before reaching the the the, the prayer itself. So it's a conscious daily effort that we need to to do lah, basically. So uh, apart from that, uh, I'm I'm sure when we read about Hoshu, uh, people will discuss the importance of understanding the recitation of the Quran when we recite. Um, Surah Al-Fatiha, the Tafsir of Surah Al-Fatiha, how we connect all the ayats of the seven ayats on and and afterwards when we recite all the surah, the short surahs, then um, how do we then appreciate the surah and how we can relate in our daily life. Uh, again, it's not just about the recitation when we are standing but then also the, the tasbih that we recite. Then Subhanahu Rabbil Azim wa bihamdi Allahumma laka raka'atu wa bika amantu there are different verses that we can actually recite in our prayers and that is one of the mindfulness skills that you can learn you know there are we we learn subhanahu rabbil alabihamdi subhanahu rabbil alabihamdi there is one form of tasbih that we can do in our ruku in our sujud but there, there are many other recitations based on the hadith of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the sahih hadith that we can actually perform when we, we recite we can recite in our prayer so um changing our recitation according to what the prophet actually have teach taught us that is a form of mindfulness that you can practice in our prayer so that we know how we are actually praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in different ways and different form um, again uh, there's also dua in prayer eh? uh, when we do our the, the julus or the sitting down after our sujud we're actually asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for during that recitation right uh, and and understanding that recitation also will help us to 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 understand, to perform or appreciate or be mindful of our prayer. And then when we talk about dua, there's also this hope and yearning for our dua to be granted, right? So this is also one form of uh, thing that we can do to get that mindful behavior in check, as well as uh, looking at the benefits of our prayers. Why do we do prayers? So. There's a lot of readings that we can do, a lot of learnings that we can do for us to appreciate the benefits of prayer itself. 
tanhaan al-fahsha'i wal-munkar and benefits of prayer which we can think of um, uh, on the idea of discipline on on managing time on come back to mindfulness after whole day at work with all being busy with our work um, yeah I think I I, I speak too much <laughs> but then <laughs> that, yeah. that is very detailed because okay, yeah. um, you are indeed a detailed person as compared to me I'm more like overall picture mm. <laughs> so let me just uh, summarize your <laughs> summarize your mindfulness in solat as one if one hadith where to me I think uh, mindfulness in solat can just be um, based by a hadith by Rasulullah SAW the, the, the hadith Jibril mm. where Rasulullah uh, where Malaikat Jibril asked Rasulullah SAW what is Ihsan mm. and Rasulullah SAW says Al-Ihsan uh, Anta'abudullah ka'annaka tarah fa'in lam takun tarah fa'innahu yarak which means like um, worship Allah as if you see him but if you cannot see him know that he sees you so that that hadith shows um a form of uh ex- they, they, they translate it as excellence but that is also uh shows that we are mindful of allah so basically um yeah when we ask we are performing our salat if you imagine we are actually meeting allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if we cannot see allah but know that 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 meeting allah is actually looking at us lah so that is in simple Summary of mindfulness in salat, inshallah. Yeah, that's a huge hadith that can be an episode on its own. <laughs> inshallah. Okay, so our second last question: What are some tips that you may want to share with us to be a more mindful Muslim, um, in our life, with our life purpose? Yeah. So maybe you want to share any tips. Like maybe three tips or anything, or one word or one word, two word, three word, anything. What 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 do you have to share with our listeners out there? Yeah, tips and steps on life purpose as Muslim, right? Mm. So when you ask this question, I thought the most important thing is for us and for our listeners to understand the life purpose first, lah. What is why we are here in the first place, right? So that's where we need to read up to understand and to know um, what are the purpose, what what are we here for. So, uh, to me personally, then there are several verses of the Quran that can be a guidance for us to answer that question. What is the purpose of life? And people will always or Asatiza will always uh, at least mention these two uh, from Surah Al-Dhariyat verse fifty six where Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala mentioned, "Nawaz bilah mashaytan rajim, ma khalaqul jinna wal insa illa liyabudun." And I did not create the jinn and mankind, mankind except to worship me. So we are here to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our own way. In our own way following the footpath or the, the ways that Rasulullah wasallam have taught us. So some of us would like perform worship in terms of a lot of zikir. This is the sunnah worship. Like basically you have to perform your five daily prayers, your, your ibadah, your puasa or your fasting in Ramadan, your hajj, your zakat. Then in terms of worshiping Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, which are the 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 the, the act of Sunnah, the different people we act differently, right? People, some of them do charity, lilla. Some of them uh, provide for their family, lilla. Some of them you no know, make dhikr uh, in morning and the day, twenty four seven. If they are able to, some of people actually uh, serve their parents, serve their children, uh, serve other people, their neighbors. Uh, so there are many ways to worship. 
So these are some of the form that we can think of. So that's one of our purpose. And there's also the verse in Surah Baqarah. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned, And he mentioned, oh, Muhammad, when your Lord said to the angels, Indeed, I will make upon the earth a successive authority. So in many translation, it will always translate as Khalifa as well. So this is a big word, but then... Um, you know that you are here to take care of the world ensuring that um, you know, we, we are in always a good state of life the world are okay uh, we follow whatever have been taught in the Quran and by our Prophet so yeah so, so that's one thing that we should look at we are here to serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we are here to serve the world and other humankind to make positive changes and to avoid the zulm or any misdeeds or bad deeds that should happen to the world. So these are minimally at least two. There are also another verse. Um, no, I, I see this is one of the purpose of why we are here. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in Surah Al-Fajr, verse 27 to 28. Ya ila to the righteous, it will be said, or you should soul return to your Lord, well pleased and pleasing to Him. So we are here also to be, to make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pleased uh, by following His commands and you know, love Him and only focus Him in, in our life and His prophet. And then uh, we are pleased with the takdir. We are pleased with whatever that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed upon us. So I thought that is one way to be mindful in terms of me first is to know what is our purpose of life and then base it on the verses that I have mentioned earlier Wallah Alam mm. yeah so after knowing the the purpose is, I mean it's very important to always be mindful like maybe mindful of our purpose of living in this world so if we know the purpose we are always mindful of that and we are always mindful that the purpose is back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, make, that means we should be uh, we know what we are doing right mm. so like for example maybe um, uh, because basically mindfulness is being present present with our mind present with our heart which is definitely not easy because I think it's the it's how we are living right now uh, in this uh, in these days <laughs> Where everything is just so fast The system A lot of system The education system there, There's a lot of expectation There's a lot of There's a lot of Things to achieve That we, we, we didn't realise The past The time has passed Right So That's how important And significant uh, Mindfulness is Is supposedly In our life That For example um, As a mum For example okay, Or as a person lah, I I, I Always, we always have to remind ourselves that whatever that we are eating, we should be mindful of every bite of our food. That that's the best, right? So um, and also when we are being together with our children, for example, um, sometimes we are we have workloads in our mind, we have things in our mind. But if we are not mindful, we don't really appreciate the time of the quality time, the bond that we are having. Uh, in front of us Sim- Similarly like the, the usage of phone Right When we are Not mindful of The surroundings Of whoever that we are With uh, Even our spouse Or our Friends But Yeah If we are not mindful 
And yeah, all those things actually can affect our whatever that we are doing in life lah. So that's why basically being mindful with the purpose, being mi- mindful with Allah SWT it will help us to lead a better life inshallah, right? Okay, so last but not least, the question is, what is your favorite Quranic verse in relation to mindfulness? Huh, my favorite question. <laughs> you first. Yes, okay. So my favorite, I think, what I learn about mindfulness is actually simple. Like, uh, I would just say, mindful of Allah. To me lah, that that that's my summary that I can, uh, try what I can try to adopt from mindfulness. It's just mindful of Allah. So when I am mindful of Allah, my favorite hadith I have already mentioned just now. So my the favorite Quran ayat Quran about mindfulness will be. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ونحن أقرب إليه من حبل الوريد where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and we are closer to him which is human being than his juggler being so every time when especially during sujud when I feel that I am making dua in my sujud I know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very near to me very near nearer to nearer nearer than my juggler vein which is like the neck here right so means that Allah knows Allah hears Allah see so that's where I feel that the mindfulness should be even more um apa deeper deeper lah <laughs> not deeper lah okay. should be more acted upon lah yeah in our life Allah hmm. yeah me, so how about you uh, I've mentioned the verse earlier um and I cannot think of any other verse when you ask this question. So my favorite verse is about you no. Know, it's interesting that to be success successful Muslim, the first criteria or the first tips or the first requirement that you should be mindful or have khushu' in your prayers. So I thought, yeah, that is something that Alladina hum fi salatim khushu'an. There's a lot to unpack there, cause I feel that. No, when you when you seek out your prayer, then you have that mindfulness. It it doesn't benefit Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala at all. No, if you even if you don't perform your prayer, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will remain as the greatest, as the most powerful, as the most merciful. But then, if you don't perform, if we don't perform our prayers, no, the 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 setback or the wastefulness or the wasted lah, kira eh, is on us. Actually, we miss all the benefit. That if you list the benefit of prayer, there is just too much to 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 think of, lah. Yeah. So I I I personally believe that the term mindfulness, uh, is not just in Islam, lah. Basically, we hear a lot. Uh, the other faith community talk about mindfulness, right? So, but we, Alhamdulillah, in Islam, we have been given these five daily prayers, and the one of the main reason is probably to get back us on track to be mindful and to be mindful uh, not just to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but to be mindful about ourselves as well where we are and how we are doing you know, to get back on track so I thought that is nice lah cuma I, I feel that uh, it's a waste if we don't touch this point here in this podcast about tips you yourself how do you do mindfulness what do you do to get mindfulness other than prayers or other than you know, and things like that. There are things that we have learned that mm. we may want to share. Okay, so that is an additional question, is it? Yes. <laughs> okay, perhaps for me, um, mindfulness will be like um more of uh for me, I I believe, uh, 
the the power of morning routine hmm. especially lah first uh, uh, for me mindfulness I would take uh, it as the the I will have to have a small stretching Okay, that, that stretching will like regulate my oxygen level. I don't know how how to explain that better. But at the same time, I will have my maksurat in the morning and also in the evening. And during that maksurat, I will just uh, remain, I will just try to remain calm and breathe. And yeah, make zikir and try to internalize the meaning of the maksurat, dua and zikir lah. So basically, that is um a very um helpful uh mindfulness uh so similarly even after solat so if i manage to read my zikir and try to internalize and have a proper breathing like relax right um if the the zikir that i was doing okay then that is actually part of mindfulness also because sometimes you know in solat it's not that easy to be mindful all the time yeah so but pro- but partly is that lah so for me is more of zikir and also the 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 calmness of breathing while I do my zikir. So how about you? Interestingly, this is our podcast, so I don't think uh, we would mind to extend this further. So we can just continue talking, kan? <laughs> okay, so there's a lot of things that I've I've learned about mindfulness, and these are from sources other than from our faith. But then there are it those. Those tips are actually helpful. There are this one tips called five four three two one, and one is from Mel Robbins where she actually shared with us on the concept of five four three two one. If you, know, you know, even before that, we need to understand what is not mindfulness. Not mindfulness would mean that you are in the state in the condition where your mind is actually worrying about many things about the upcoming examination that you may have about. The, the the food that you need to order you have an order you know the project work and the task that should be done that you have not done and you worry about the the upcoming big events that you are supposed to organize you no know, have at that same moment same time but then all this thinking all these ideas all this uh, you know berserabut dekat kepala otak in in our mind there's so much that we are thinking about and that is not mindfulness that and is what I experience almost every day Mental exhaustion Yeah So basically What we want to do Is to get back on track And focus on one thing And this 54321 Is basically You Tell yourself that Within this 54321 Countdown And it's scientifically back You said that You want to forget everything about that And just focus on one thing 54321 I'm not thinking about that 54321 I'm not thinking about that 54321 I'm not thinking about that So I thought that is Quite uh, so, useful so means is yeah. it like uh, I am thinking about something like a huge um, project for example in my mm. mind mm. so I told myself that okay uh, Fatima I have to forget this so I say after 5.421 means I will forget about it is it? Mm. so like by you the you force yourself to forget about it so like 5.421 okay I don't remember uh, already yes. if you still do then do it again so you you have been applying that yes your, yes so that, is should, that is one that is one there's many other wait, wait. Uh, how many times do you apply sometimes that sometimes 3 sometimes oh, 7 sometimes okay. 10 depends so, ah. sometimes 1 no like waking up for subuh uh, it's so early so still tired 5, 4, 3 1, 2, 1 okay go take wuduk ah, uh, but sometimes like 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 okay then tell again yourself that okay, um don't forget about it. Five hundred to five. Like restart, restart. Yeah. I see. Okay. okay. Oh, That's okay. interesting. Very interesting. Yes. And there's another concept of five hundred three two one where we can learn from the meditation practice. 
by by you know, if you if you want to be there and not thinking about all these things that is so much a lot in your brain, uh, well, you can use five five three two one. But basically, it's five things that you can see, right? Four yeah. things that you can touch, three things that you can smell. Uh, Two things that you can hear and one thing that you can taste. Yeah, so this is also to bring you back at the current state, the current condition at this moment. Going back to this moment, so five things that you can see. So yeah, I'm seeing chair right now. I'm seeing your spectacle. I'm seeing the next building. I'm seeing the cloud. I'm seeing the light. So now I'm here in this environment. I can hear the fan. I can hear your breath. I can taste my own saliva. I can taste my past food that I'm eating. I can touch my shirt, my watch. You want us to bring that back here that I am here right now. I'm not elsewhere. Those other things I will worry later on. So that's one practice. Another practice is to stop, uh, and breathe the box breathing. You breathe in four, one, two, three, four. Breathe in. Then you stop for another four set for count one two three four and then you exhale for the same number of count one two three four. It's called the box breathing. Or if you are worried and you're stressed, then you exhale longer than you inhale. So these are some of the practices that we do. Yeah, actually, I would just want to add in. Do you know the second one? What do you say? Oh, okay. Uh, the 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 five four three the five. See what do you see? Five things. Mm-hmm. I think that that thing I actually apply it more to like ah uh, my gratitude list. Mm-hmm. I try to like ah uh, be grateful of thirty things early in the morning and also at night. Like just yeah to 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 practice gratitude to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And when we practice that gratitude, it's actually like it's actually good for us lah, kan? So what I did was that lah. So macam apa yang what what I saw. Alhamdulillah, I am still able to see my husband in front of me. Alhamdulillah, I can still hear the sound of my child crying. Although it's not does it doesn't make sense lah, but still Alhamdulillah for that. When we try to be positive about things that, uh, uh, whatever that we mentioned by you, so that that is one thing lah. Gratitude, it actually leads to being grateful to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And and then the last one also the box breathing. I think I actually practice practice that especially if I cannot sleep. So every time when I cannot sleep, I will what I will do is like I will just after reading the all the du'a and all those, then I will practice the breathe in four, <laughs> breathe out eight. By the time usually by fifth, I think usually I will fall asleep already. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So that that actually comes scientifically that are reason to it like how it affects it brings in the oxygen to our brain and then it it regulates better oxygen level so that we can sleep better and re. Forget about whatever that is in our mind, lah. So, Allah alam. That that's what I understand. Yeah. To to add on the gratitude list that you are doing, being mindful of the surroundings that you are you have. Ah, also, no one way to be mindful is to focus on the details. For me, um, when I'm stressed, when I'm not okay, and then you want to have that gratitude, it's not just gratitude of the person you are. Having right in front of you, but also the texture of his face, his, her eyes, her lips, her voice, her breathing, her hair. So this is something that I can do on my child, my children. So like appreciate that, you know, every single details of that person, body, and yeah, that is one mindfulness practice that we can do. 
And also maybe I will just add on. Uh, for me, maybe I have one more actually. It's in addition to morning routine and also what I've mentioned, some of it I have done. Uh, is that the power of jotting down. Hmm. So for me lah, it is very important for me to journal down. Like pen down whatever that I have in mind. So yeah, that is actually part of med- med- meditation. Like just write whatever that is in mind. I was just, it will be very messy. I have a blank book. So that blank book is for me to write down whatever is in my mind. And then afterwards, then I will declutter and organize it. So that is actually part of being mindful also. Mm. To, to, to declutter whatever is in my mind. Yeah, so, yeah. Nice. So, so, yes, we have two concepts. The first part whereby we ask ourselves five questions and then we answer it. And the second part where we actually discuss openly about the topic itself. We can discuss whether which which format we prefer or better. Yeah, I have nothing else. Do you have anything else? I know. So I think basically that's all. Hoping for a better mindful, to be a mindful uh, Muslim, inshallah. In, in doing uh, mindfulness in whatever that we do, inshallah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so please let us know uh, which any of, if any of this resonated with you. Um, yes. How do you let us know? I'm not sure whether you can text us, uh, email us, or use our social media accounts. And do reach us to, to give feedback or us to look at how we can improve our sharing better. And at the same time, we ourselves learn about yes. the Quran to live, learn, learn, live, and learn. Correct. Okay. Yeah, so everything good is from Allah Subhanahu Taala, and anything that uh, shortcomings are from us. So yes, still we meet again in the next episode, inshallah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.